Hello. Hello, here we go. Let me get the title on this thing changed real quick. Alright, here we go here real quick. Make this nice and fun. Oh, we gotta get the right topic for this thing. The categories are pain in the ass, man. Let's get it every time. Here we go. Right. And she king. Alright, give me like five seconds of silence for a minute here. Alright everybody, welcome again. It's time for another podcast on BDSM Noir. We have a special guest for today, Danny Carkitty, the one who I've been reading a lot of her stories that she's been giving me for a while and uh, I want to get more of her perspective on BDSM and what her journey has been like. So I have to ask, how did you get into BDSM in the first place? So... My first real relationship back in high school, he who shall not be named, is one who got me into BDSM on accident, I suppose. Um, he was a bit of a kinky boyfriend to have. He liked to do things at school. So there's a little bit of exhibitionism going on there. And he would handcuff me, bite me, cover my oh. eyes stuff like that you know we would always skip lunch we had a, a couple spots around school by the band and the orchestra hall that we would spend our lunch time together at and that's when i learned how to use makeup concealer to hide the hickeys and marks that he would leave and uh, that's when i figured out i can like this shit so <laughs> that's oh. how i got started <laughs> okay that that yeah yeah I guess I could do. Would you say that was fully a, uh, a learning experience? Do you feel like it really got you addicted or just got you just kind of semi-curious for all the rest of the thing? Uh, it was pretty strong. The first time he met me, he bit me. And normally that will cause most people to run away. But literally, like, we have the same group of friends and we were saying, like, goodbye and me and my girls were leaving he was living with his guys and he had hugs me and when he hugs me he leaned over and bit my neck a full-fledged vampire bite and I was not expecting that shit I had never been bitten before I remember feeling very confused in the moment and he didn't say anything he bit me and walked off but I remember <laughs> a few minutes after the bite I'm like I like that who is he again? Can he do that um, again? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! See, see, see that's no my. Okay, it's see, not safe. It's but, not safe. Do not recommend. Do not try that at home, kids. Don't. Stranger shit. danger. Stranger danger. Basically, we got ourselves a natural primal here that just didn't <laughs> get it, and yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I was down for whatever at that point. I'm like, oh, who are you again? Okay. Come back. And this is how things got started. Ta-da. That's how I got started, slippery slope. Do you think you ever met any other primals like that? Or are you like the only one you really had? That you have? I have not run into that many primals, to be honest. Unfortunately. A few here and there, but most people in the lifestyle I come across aren't the primal type. Um, not that, that's nothing wrong with that. I can be friends with anyone. It is what it is. We're all kink friendly here. But mm. yeah, he was really the main person for the longest. We were together for three years. We were together pretty much sophomore year through senior year of high school before he jumped me right before prom for this other chick who try to fight me at prom and it was just that's a whole nother story anyways yeah <laughs> how was we were together for those three years and did a lot of shit so it's, yeah pretty experience by the time I left high school I'd say hmm okay uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, could, I was about to do it yeah 
<laughs> I got an early start. That <laughs> would about do it. Holy shit. Okay, I gotta ask. Um, because of all this, what kinks or hard limits do you think you developed after you know that kind of hell of a start there? <laughs> hard limits. Don't shit on me. Okay. Yeah, I don't like yeah. water sports. <laughs> it's not my thing. Do not shit on me. Do not pee on me. I am not R. Kelly's cousin. I don't like that shit. Not R. Um, Kelly's cousin. <laughs> not R. Kelly's cousin. R. Kelly's cousin. Oh my God. R. Kelly's fucking cousin. Now, now I wonder how R. Kelly doing right now. He talking what the fuck. He, you know he getting booty rapes in jail. Fantastic. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This guy made the conversation great about going from BDSM to booty rape. All right. I can't. I, I'm trying not to let my full on crazy show. I don't want to scare anybody away. Oh, we Back to hard limits. Um, okay, so basically, scat and water sports. I don't like that. Um, do not cut me. While I am into knife play, I like knife play. I do not like being cut with a knife. Okay? Trail it across my skin. Don't pierce my skin. There's a there's a thin line between knife play and blood play. <laughs> okay? Trail it across my skin. Don't pierce my skin. Have anybody um, tried that in the past and definitely kind of messed up, poke, poke? Uh, yeah, the boyfriend in high school. He tried a lot oh. of shit. That's how I found out what half my heart limits oh, were. Sweet shit. Okay. He was a yeah. Gemini, if that means anything. A June Gemini. Oh, mm. Means you know, anything. That was that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I like knives. I think it was I think it was his miscalculation. Because I love blades. I have a deep love for swords, daggers, machetes, Swiss Army knives. I love knives. And I think in his mind that parallel to you would therefore like being cut with a knife. No. Don't do that. So that's how I found that out. Also, he he did a lot of pushing. Um, It wasn't the best relationship. It was a bit of an abusive one. At times, if I would do something to make him mad, he would bite me until he pierced the skin. He would, I would bleed from his bite. So that's how hard he oh, would bite me. He and he wouldn't bite. let, he wouldn't let go until he tasted blood. So there's, you know, good and bad. Everything ain't sunshine and roses. Um, <laughs> that's how I learned some of those. Yeah, that's how I learned about knife play and being cut. So I don't like that. Um, needles. I don't like things in my skin. While I would love a tattoo one day, that's a needle on your skin. Not in my skin. I do not think I am a human quilt. Um, I don't want to be knitted. Um, it's beautiful. I like, I don't mind looking at it on other people, but don't do that to me. Cause I'll fight you. And they won't be friends anymore. Don't like to be a human quilt. Yeah, All I'm not right. a human quilt. No. This I'm not a singer sewing machine. No. Human quilt. Uh, I, have heard, I have heard it all now. Good <laughs> knowing this is gonna be somebody online have a have a fetish for being a human quilt. Somebody I mean, hey, I don't judge people's kink. What you like is what you like. Just make sure you got some good insurance. That's all I'm saying. Make sure you got some insurance and that those needles have been thoroughly sterilized. So that's a slippery slope towards infection. So, you know, I, I, I'm starting to wonder how many king dogs are out there now. I can see somebody saying they got a king for infection. I, I'm just, I can see somebody doing that just for the hell of it. Somebody ended up doing it. King for infection? Jesus. Somebody. I t- at this point, I think if anything is possible, somebody's going to probably do that. I'll probably oh, crack up the hell up going on, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all be safe out there. Don't don't throw your lives away for the king. I hope, I, I hope they would be safe. But you know how things go on. Like, oh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But basically, we got biting down vampire Dracula style, not into the whole platinum. 
the meals going on on the skin, not into the skin. Mind the shitting. That's a good inspiration right there. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, well, one that, thing about, okay. I, one clarification about blood play. I got it because you had a post earlier about Vampire King. So I'm mm-hmm. like to specify what I mean. I don't mind the taste of blood. I don't mind the image of blood. I just don't want the blood to come out of me. <laughs> if that makes sense. I love biting. Like, not baby biting. Full on chomp chomp, rah rah. Mine. Flesh. In teeth. Chomp chomp, rah rah. Yes. <laughs> teeth on flesh. I like biting. I like chomp getting bit in return. I like joint biting. We bite each other. This is. More people should bite, you know. <laughs> in my um, opinion, let me get off my. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I love biting and love being bit, and therefore I, I can. You can say I have a vampire kink. In that sense, it does not bother me. I encourage it. I welcome I mean, it. I ask for it. If you happen to bleed, whoever is being bitten by me, I may or may not just lick that blood depending on our trust level. Blood tastes like metal. It's liquid copper. It is what it is. It's just pennies. It's liquid pennies. Hey. Mm. I just don't want the blood to come out of me. I want all my blood inside of me. I'm low-key anemic. I need all my blood. You know, I don't need to lose any extra blood. I need all that shit. That's a little clarification. Okay. All right. So basically... If we're learning here, blood got a little bit of a copper taste. She's not trying to turn into a vampire. Although it sounds like some, you know, you know what? I really didn't want to. As much as it got the government out there trying to do some human animal splicing type shit going on, I'm pretty sure if that ever goes mainstream, somebody's going to try to splice themselves with a bat and try to make the whole real vampire thing going on. I mean, Dracula was a thing. You know they're going to do it. You know they're going to do it. Am I objecting to it? I have to see. Oh, here we go. I I should. I feel like I should. I object to government experimentation. Would I be upset with vampires roaming around? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can definitely see that freaking happening in a way. I'm on the fence on that one. You know they probably would if, if you were to say zombies, then nah, don't do that shit. But vamps, I mean, I mean, I mean, they will try, hey. they will try with vamps too, no doubt. Made mistake. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I would. I don't know if I would mind. I, I don't want to mind werewolves either. Bring them. We'll deserve love. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, cool. yeah, I can see wolves doing this stuff, yeah. I'm yeah, not going to scare anybody away yet. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, this is Danny? This is who we've been... She low-key crazy. Okay. The stuff I've been posting up on... This podcast, this point, it doesn't be surprised about now. They kind of seen a whole chunk of shit. All right. They ain't gonna be surprised about that. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> so basically, we've seen that you want to try that. Um, let's see. What parts of BDSM do you think could take that? Um, how can I say this? Like things you see in the BDSM world that think you need more fixing or not talked about often enough. Mm. Yikes, yikes. Straight to controversy, huh? Controversy um, all up on the people. Damn. <laughs> um shit. What okay, fixing, 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 fixing. <laughs> I think we could do better about creating safe spaces for people of like minded kinks i think some people feel like their kink is taboo that they don't want to talk about it and so they end up in bad situations with people they should Mm -hmm. not trust just because they want to feel heard or seen i think we could do better about talking about dom and dame drop everybody talks about sub drop um but the dom dames go through it too 
Um, there's always all this about aftercare for the sub. But what about the person who's helping the sub? Who helps them? I think we could do better with that. Um, I think we could do better with when it comes. Now, this one, this might y'all may not like this. I've never been to a kink event, but I see and hear a lot about kink events. Um, better with just protecting each other and keeping things from happening because it's tricky right if you are watching someone do a scene and maybe someone from the audience gets pulled into that scene and then shit happens it's a, it's a slippery slope kind of thing i was i've never been to one i've just seen shit heard shit like mm, i don't know how i feel about that um i hmm. think we could do better at weeding out the fakes from the legits in terms yeah. of fake doms, fake subs, shit like that. I think the most dangerous are the fake doms, the ones who want the control and the power of telling someone what to do, where to do, how to do, when to do, but mm-hmm. not the responsibility of actually taking care of that person. You know, they want to beat the shit out of you and fuck the shit out of you and leave you in a dirty heap somewhere. That's not much. good. That's not good. So I think we can do better about calling that shit out when we see it we see red flags every day whether or not we choose to address it is different so yeah that's what I think okay all right then honestly I have been seeing quite a few of those and uh, I think I tried mentioning Dom drop a little while like a few weeks I mean a month or two ago back and it really was it is not really talked about too often a lot of times mm-hmm. we try to do what we can, mitigate it, help it out, take a little time to drink, a little something, or get some food, get some space. But there's some time, no matter how much you mitigate, the thing's going to hit and it's not going to feel too pretty. And mm-hmm. it's not really talked about a lot at all. At nobody all. Really gives, nobody really gives a darn about it. They see that, go in there and just kind of just do their own thing. So I've been kind of wondering how is the best way to mitigate this or how is the best way to make people, um, I guess, relax more when Dom drop hits. And mm. that is something I might, I might get more and doing research about and seeing how I can help uh, bring it up in a better light so people can have a better way of navigating it. Same with Dom, Dom, either one, because it can get pretty brutal. You don't feel like dealing with people, you don't feel like talking too much. It just kind of brings like a little gloom mood. Your whole situation kind of just drops a bit, and yeah. Yeah, and if someone but, doesn't understand that, they may just interpret it as you being moody or not wanting to talk to them. Really, ain't got shit to do with them. No, no, they will definitely. I, I, well, I never really, of all my situations, never had enough to really spend enough time see me that they really kind of figured that out. They really couldn't tell. Usually, I'm going to do okay with mine until I finally go ahead and get home, get the food, and I'm going to chill out. But yeah, Dom Drop can be rough, especially when it can sometimes hit. It's not easy for a lot of them. Some of them get hit with a Dom Drop and they're doing thing for like weeks. Hmm. <laughs> and, you know, they don't come back for a while. Hmm. On the same token, though, closed mouths don't get fed. You know, oh, and know. if someone's going through dumb drop, communication is key. You just say, hey, I'm not feeling too hot, put two and two together and allow that person to help you. Because some people, not all, but there are always people who maybe it's a pride thing, maybe they're used to dealing with shit on their own. They like, they don't mention anything. And so the sub, whoever's with them, if they don't know exactly what you need or how to help you, it's kind of an awkward space. So what I always say is for people in dynamics, maybe talk up front about what each other needs for a drop in general. And so no matter who's dropping or if you're doing a drop date and dropping at the same time, you can still help each other. I wish they would, but a lot of people don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I might podcast more on that again, but yeah. It's not really talked about. Sometimes I bring it up because, you know, it got to be dumb, 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 dumb. And yeah. sometimes when they do bring it up, they just say, well, I just walk it off type mentality. And a lot of times we do. And sometimes when it's not taken care of, it just builds like, man, whatever. 
and you know you're going to have an issue, man. It's like anything else, you don't. If you like, it's like a snowball effect. If it keeps going down the blasted hill, you don't stop it. It eventually gets so black to big. Now you got to deal with it, and now you got to have a problem going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is like something that can be talked about more, and the only way to really talk about it more is just to keep talking about it ourselves. Eventually, you know, people who follow you, people who follow me, whatever. Things catch on. People start talking. You talk enough about it, make enough big of an issue about it. Eventually, someone's going to start to listen. Maybe things will get better. Not overnight, yeah. but, you know, got to start soon. That is definitely a hell of a plan. Hopefully, it's not getting better that kind of way. Speaking of which, I, I want to ask, um, if you had to think of a new story on any BDSM topics, what would you want to go for? That's a wonderful question. I have been suffering from writer's block lately. Um, So I'm definitely open to suggestions, fan requests, and shit. Um, The latest story I I wrote is called Planning Period, and every day I've been posting a little piece of it on my paid little excerpts. Um, But that's, full confession, I am buying myself time. That is what is happening. I am buying myself time before I start have to produce something else because I don't really know. So here, y'all can have this. Uh, nibble on this little buffet real quick, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> there we go. Oh my goodness gracious! Because as so as even though I've been in the life for years, in terms of actual BDSM experiences, I don't have many. Um, so I like I know what I like, but a lot of things people write about in like erotica, I've never done, or I've never experienced. And so I was trying to write about some shit you have no clue about, and that can be tricky because I worry about authenticity. I don't want my shit to come off as like fucking Twilight fanfic shit. So you know, I don't like writing about things I don't know about, but there's a lot of shit I don't know about that people want to read about and so it's just a in-between yo-yo shit hmm okay I so, get that. I for suggestions hit my DM make a comment or some shit <laughs> I don't know pop <laughs> 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 it all out what do you want to read about I'll you. write about it <laughs> <laughs> so give me something to work here Okay. Give I me something you. to work with. Closed mouths don't get fed. I'm asking for help. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I might have saved that one for later and put that up in my podcast. See the question with a little bit of story suggestion. I'll put it on my Instagram or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. See what people might be trying Please to say. Do. Please do. Are there any like favorite top or worst topics you didn't like really writing about? Like dark shit, whatever wild shit whatever kind of sex what do you want to go for things I want to write about yeah things you want to things you'd really hate writing about what do I hate writing about mm. um well I mean I think I could write about anything honestly um I am an English major so writing itself is not difficult for me it's just whether or not I care about what I'm writing I can write about anything what is boring to me, mm, what are boring subjects to me? What irritate me? I'm not going to yeah. write about incest. Okay. I'm not writing about that. incest. I can see that. I'm not doing that shit. Okay, I'm not. This ain't Alabama, this ain't Kentucky, my name ain't Billie Jean. Oh, no, not doing that shit. Um... I'm not going to write a rape scene ever. You will never see a rape scene from me. All right. Um, partially because, you know, hey, shit happens, been through some shit, dealt with some shit, not trying to trigger myself. I'm not going to write about that. Just go take that somewhere else. Um, okay. I'm probably not ever going to have murder, people killing other people in my stories. I really want them to be as positive as possible. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, when it comes to erotica, let me rephrase. In terms of erotica, I'm probably not going to write a lot of dark shit. Um, maybe some supernatural shit. 
might include some werewolves and some vampires and shit. Might have a nigga who finds out he's a werewolf in the middle of an orgasm. He's <laughs> like, you know, he, he's fucking his girl and the full moon is shining through the window at the right time and she comes and he comes at the same time and she like lets her sound out and it triggers some shit in him Then he howls and now there's hair everywhere. Holy shit, I'm a fucking wolf. What the fuck? <laughs> Can you, I, I'm just gonna think about it. Can you imagine somebody becoming a wolf in mid fucking it? Wolf well, have superhuman. Well, wolf has superhuman strength, so he can go from <laughs> mid thrust and might pierce your gut. Because now he is superhuman wolf. Well, dick. So I'm let's thing, hope she's a masochist. Let's just hope that she got a superhuman pussy. Because otherwise, that pussy's <laughs> fucked. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Oh, she oh, might be oh, a oh, Wait, wait, I, I, I got, um, so I sent a message. Oh, it's Liberty. It's in the message. Okay, let's see what you got to say here. Okay. So, Danny, I feel you. And hey, Danny. Hey, Noir. Um, hey. This is Liberty Phoenix. I just, I don't know that you have to have an experience in order to write about it. Like, some of this comes from imagination or things that you've heard or read or seen um, and fantasies. Right. So I don't know that you have to necessarily do the things um, or have ex- experienced firsthand the things that you write about. You know, sometimes those are the best stories. I mean, horror fiction is a good example of this. Right. Like people aren't necessarily experiencing those things, but it happened in the story or the movie, you know, I, I know. I know what you mean because I'm I'm a scary movie fan. I think the thing for me, I can write when it comes to non-sexual shit, non-ESM, non-erotica shit. I can write a story about pretty much anything, right? Horror, mm-hmm. easy, magic. How? Okay, let me put it this way. I have been writing since I was ten years old. I started writing poetry when I was ten, and I started writing stories when I was fourteen. Most of my stories as cringeworthy as they may be, I did keep them. Most of them are supernatural. We got dark angels, we got demons, we got witches, we got vampires, we got werewolves, we got everything, we got magic, we got avatar shit. It's easy (laughs) to write about stuff like that because you're supposed to use your imagination. When it comes to erotica, and I know with me, I'm a perfectionist in terms of certain things, and my writing is one of them. I want to be a good erotica writer. And to me, the best eroticas I've ever read felt real and felt authentic and it made sense and I didn't question it. And so when I do write the, if you look at the stories I wrote, if you look at Grocery Lists, which Noir read on his Spotify, if you look at Newfound Freedom, which I have on my link tree and on my page, they're mostly dealing with bedroom situations i can write about that but for me to write like a scene at an event and i've never been to an event that and it intimidates me because everybody on my page pretty much has been to at least one goddamn event and i'm the event version here my event sherry has never been popped (laughs) i don't want to write about shit i don't know about because i feel like they're gonna come for me like um this would never happen Fuck am I know? I'm just writing shit. Like, damn. You know, as Erica Badu says, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. And so I do as much as I can to reduce the amount of possible backlash that can come back from what I produce, if that makes sense. Maybe I just care too much. Maybe I just shouldn't give a shit, but that's not really my nature. So, yeah. I think you're doing pretty good starting this all off. My thing is. As long as your stories make people feel alive, make them feel like they're in there, and you do your do your research, you know you're talking about there. Yeah, the stories work. The whole point about the stories is they feel like they can go away someplace. They can pretty much immerse themselves in the story, and they feel like they're really diving into it. You're doing your job. Oh, I forgot. Liberty says the second one here too. Let me see the second one. Liberty got you. Let me see. Someone becoming a wolf mid fucking would be hot as shit. I must say. I agree you like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she would like that shit. I was just saying. 
I, I mean, I mean, look, I, mean too. I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, somebody was going vampire, werewolf, whatever. I'm just saying, in all the movies that you watch, there's always see the person snapping or let's say Superman and Lois Lane. The dude can fucking bench press the world. And he's fucking this girl who's a normal human. And he got to literally make sure you don't get too excited because the slightest excitement in his thrust and he's splitting her fucking ass in half. I mean, you got somebody bit present. I mean, this is basic science here, man. You got somebody that much force. He can easily kill the girl with his dick if he... That reminded me of the movie Hancock. When Hancock had that girl in the trailer and he finally busted... His when he busted a nut, it tore a hole in the roof of his RV. Mm. So I'm just saying, well, science is all... relative. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's all. I mean, on one hand, yeah, I can see why I put my thigh that hot, but I'm thinking the science part. I'm fucking a werewolf chick. She's superhuman. She probably got superhuman pussy. But I mean, that pussy could probably crack and bones and shit. I don't know. I'm just thinking all. Oh, that sounds like that would hurt. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking, man. Like you know, I'm wondering. Unless, unless, unless the man knew and he bit her in the middle of the play, a primal play, and pretend like he doing some primal play, and made her a werewolf in the middle of it so she could handle it, and boom, she's ready for that werewolf dick. Well, what? Well, how is that? Hmm. Being turned into a werewolf mid-fuck, then the werewolf who turns you turns into a werewolf mid-cum. That, that's a lot. Of, that's violent. I, I'm that's just saying. Violent. The only way I, I mean, can see uh, Do they have insurance? Is there a hospital what, nearby? What, what insurance is there when you get torn fucking half? Health insurance, okay? Medicine has evolved a very long way. They if see shit. I'm saying if you're torn in half, I mean by literally torn in half, like half your whole body. People, people that got split in half and walked to the hospital. Oh shit! (laughs) I'm just saying because you know they say that when you go, they say that as humans, the way our bodies are made up, when we go through certain levels of pain, eventually your pain nerves are cut off and you're kind of just numb to it, like that shock feeling. So you can get to where you need to go before that pain will just kick back in. Oh shit! So what I mean, what hey. I mean by cutting half, I'm talking about straight up the middle, like your head is cutting half. Well, 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 well. Hmm. You're not walking that off. <laughs> not well, walking that off. You may roll that off. Oh my god! <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on what. Continuity werewolf we're talking about. And this, well, in the world of fiction, think of like maybe Wolverine. Wolverine, he can bench press like two tons. So, yeah, but Wolverine, uh, you know, Wolverine fucks plenty of bitches though. Yeah, yeah, he's he not, he's not like crazy. But once again, it's a comic book. Superman also fucked Lois Lane and she lived. But once again, comic book. Comic <laughs> they can book. make it. Wow. They can make. They can make it whatever they want. But biologically speaking, a man who can bench press the world and punch an earthquake and palm a black hole if he gets the slightest oh. bit excited that hole that body is destroyed oh well shit at least she died saying, in love yeah yeah I mean yeah yeah I guess we can give her that that she's you know hanging she in there she did yeah, the best right. she could <laughs> and hopefully her body is just survived the rest of the impact later yeah Jesus. okay I guess I guess that could be a little bit of a what do you call that? Um, silver, silver, yeah, silver lining. I guess a little bit there, yeah. Oh, silver lining, yeah. That is a silver lining. That's Jesus Christ. Gee, silver Shut lining. Maybe she's <laughs> very, very painful death, but yeah. That's a bad way to go. So basically, we can see you writing a little bit on some horror here. Hmm. Oh, Werewolf okay. sex. Yeah. Hey, you know what? People would read that. Werewolf sex. Yeah, they'll read that shit. Add a little call BDSM. Call in the dark of the night. <laughs> Add a little call BDSM. Call in the dark of the night. <laughs> yeah. 
a little bit of BDSM situation, a little bit of that, boom, and boom, they will definitely read that shit in a heartbeat. It give me one of those alpha-like stories. Like, all the, I used to read a whole bunch of, like, werewolf stories when I was in high school, and they all centered around the fucking alpha finding a new mate to help lead his pack type shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be some shit like that. I don't know. We'll see. No promises. We'll We'll see what my brain decides to do. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, I might. I'll see what I can find. I find it be hilarious. I have to try that out. We're gonna talk about the, the science of all these kinky stories. This person is strong as fuck. You're probably gonna survive it. You'll bleed out internally. The end. God, Jesus. Well, no. That's me to talking. I'm just saying it'd be a dark type story, but some people probably read that too, along with uh, blood play and all that. So basically, it's you want to talk with about vampires. Them. You can just go Queen of the Dams with vampires. Have you ever watched well, Queen of the Dam? Fucking Akasha literally bit this nigga's chest in a tub full of roses. But she here we go. bit his chest. And like flesh <laughs> came off. And he was like full <laughs> ecstasy. Full ecstasy. Um, he had a whole orgasm in a goddamn bath of roses. Oh my God. I'm just saying. I may bite, but I've never ripped a chunk of chest off a nigga. Like, damn. You know they'll do that, and they will do that gladly. Well, she uh-huh. well, Akasha was the queen of vampires, though. Honestly, Akasha. Well, uh, yeah, I, I can see that. I'm, I'm, I really want to see some more hardcore vampire movies that come out nowadays. If they can, I miss seeing. Some I want of those. Blade to come back. I want Blade to have a comeback. Oh, Blade will definitely come back. Now, what take it back? Bring Blade Blade, 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 the movie will come back, but I think his actor, he's not going to play Blade for. Isn't he still in movie. prison for like tax evasion or some shit? Yeah, I think I, I, I think Wesley so. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. He's not going to be playing Blade, so there's some no, new guy. I just want the Blade. As long as it's a Negro who's at least six feet tall and knows how to wield some shit, I'll be good. Well, hopefully, they can find somebody for that. Honestly, I'd be kind of cool if you got Michael J. White for that situation, but I doubt it. Michael J. White? Mm. Who's that? What that guy? No, no, I, I said that Michael guy. Michael B. Jordan? No, no, not not him, not him. What's that guy? I, what's that guy's name? I forgot his name. I probably jumbled it up. Where is he from? <sighs> Where do you know him You know what? I will probably have to look that thing up. I'll make sure I forget. What is that guy's oh. name? Where do you see him from? Maybe I can help. He was in that movie Bone, but Bones. um, Michael, no, Bones. I know Let Bones. Me Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. I'm gonna look this guy up right now. Yeah, 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 it, yeah it is. My, it's my, it, it is Michael J. White. Yeah, he played in a lot of the movies. Man. Yeah, he, he. Okay, let's see what movie he played in, man. He, he was an actor and also a martial artist as well. But he played in, in um. He got it was in the movie Blood and Bone in the movie Never Back Down. Uh he played a good chunk of them goddamn movies. He played in Spawn, Undisputed. Uh oh, he played in Black Dynamite. So don't kill me. I've seen none of those. Well, sweet shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, he played a good chunk of them goddamn movies. It's pretty cool. I was waiting for a familiar title and I did not hear one. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I really hope if he plays them Blade, I'll be happy to see that one. I am waiting to see more goddamn Blade. Okay. Yeah, I need Blade to come back. Hmm. And I will say one of one also asked what I forgot on here. Um, let's see. Have you seen anybody uh, years ago in BDSM that really made you want to become more like them or something like that? Like a mentor? Well, one day ages ago and years time passed back in 1973, I came across this website called Fat Life. Here and in this one, <laughs> oh, I 
goodness, goodness gracious. I stumbles my way into the life of the Fet. I'm like, what is this shit? I don't even remember who introduced me to Fet Life. Who did introduce me to Fet Life? That is a great goddamn question. Hmm. I do not remember who. I know it was someone at college. Someone in college introduced me to this shit. I do not remember who the fuck it was. But I know it's like probably, it had to be like 2012. Maybe 2012, 2013. And I stumbled my way around. And that's when my eyes were really open because I knew vaguely about shit I liked. I knew I liked being bit. I knew I liked bondage. That was about it. <laughs> I'm like, well, both of these kind of fit under this BDSM shit I keep hearing about. Let's go deep sea diving and see what the fuck we find in the deep. And I deep sea dived on Fat Life. And I found a lot of shit, saw a lot of shit, and talked to a lot of people. And um, I wouldn't say one particular person, but it was really an array of people over the course of like a year kind of stood out to me. And I'm like, I think I want to follow these people in real life. And so the thing about Fet Life, I did come across some shady creature because I was very naive. And I was meeting certain people in real life I probably shouldn't have met in real life. I just remember. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, damn. Okay. So, 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 so. Not to be dark and depressing here, but here we go. Um, I, I've been in one DS dynamic, but it was an abusive one. And that one was off of that life. That one was just a local musician who I met at the House of Blues where I happened to work at. And that was some bullshit. That was a very bad situation, which we'll talk about in just a second. But I forgot before that, like two months before I met that demon I came across another I don't want to say I don't I don't want to call him an abusive dog I met him on FET and he was local and he's like a trucker or some shit and he had like all of his pictures and like his photo like from the chest up like this fancy ass car but he would be like really nice and like really sweet and I was a sucker for that shit and so I had agreed to meet this dude in person and he had came to my campus because as even though I'm a straight A student, I was a bad student. I would do all my shit and then go off campus to meet with different people. So yeah. Anyways, well, um, I still graduated with honors. Never fails a class, so there's that too. I'm still a straight A student. I'm just gonna multitask in my life. <clears throat> balance, balance is key. Anywho, <laughs> this dude pulled. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> this guy came he pulled it up or whatever and like he was a lot shorter than I thought he would be first of all um, but of course all his pictures were like from the chest up none of them were standing I'm 5'8 like 5'8 and a half this guy was probably 5'5 five, five. Oh, at God. the most oh, really nice car God. really really nice car though you know yeah nice car um he wasn't ugly I think I remember his name well I'm gonna keep his identity anonymous he might cross paths one day anyways we rode around for like a while and he was like talking about random shit but the whole time he would be like touching my leg or like touching my arm but he wasn't really doing anything and I was just kind of waiting, like, okay, when's shit gonna happen? And then he, like, drove me back to school and, like, dropped me off. And I'm like, um, okay. Because he drove, like, 45 minutes to my campus to just ride around the city for, like, 30 minutes and touch my leg. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But then, like, the next day, he had texts and asking if, um, what I mean, like at this hotel type shit, and it felt weird. I don't know. I got weird vibes. I was kind of dodging it, and come to find out, his thing was degradation. Right? That's another hard limit for me. I don't like being degraded. That's not my thing. I know a lot of people like being called slut, come whore, bitch, whatever. Don't do that shit to me because I will cuss you out. 
Don't do that. Fantastic. Um, that was his thing, and it turns out like he got really mad at me because I was saying that I wasn't like sure about the hotel, and he's he flipped on me. Like in my fat life, I'm glad I deleted my old page. I deleted it, but he had left me like this long ass essay with all this shit he was going to do if he saw me, if he found me. Like he had wanted to like take me to the room and like tie me up and like like basically maybe give oral to life threw up and, and like cut me and pee on me and all this shit and he wanted to degrade me and make me cry and record it and put it on his page and it was oh, like shit. what the fuck alright well sounds like he was uh, he died the hell of a bullet what the fuck I did dodge a fucking bullet with that one I'm glad he, I didn't give him my home address Jesus Christ so I'm sure he's making someone happy in his own miserable way. But yeah, and then, so I go from that to the abusive dom that I did have for a little bit of time right after, like two months after that. And I think part of what got me in that situation is because my last dom experience was that guy who wants to pee on me and call me a slut and shit. And so I'm like, oh, you're nothing like him, so you should be good. Mm-mm. No, no, one lesson learned. Just because someone is nicer to you than your last person was, it's not me. They're the person for you. Everything that's good is in gold, and wolves have beautiful smiles. You know? Yeah. yeah. I can see that as some kind of, after all that, Jesus mm. Christ. Yeah, I'm just glad. I'm just glad he got the hell out of there because that would that would take a toll on somebody. That was risky because I remember when he dropped me off that day. I was kind of asking why he hadn't done anything. He's like, "Well, you didn't ask me to." And my thing is, but aren't you a dom? Like, aren't you supposed to? Like, how? That's not how this works, is it? I don't fucking know. But he basically said because I didn't because I didn't ask him to do anything. That's why he didn't. That he was, he wasn't going to do anything unless I asked him to do it, because closed mouths don't get fed, and I'm not going to do shit that you're not going to ask for. If you want something, you need to tell me what you want. I'm not doing anything unless you tell me you want me to do it to you. I want to hear you say it. It uh, my first time. Like what? Uh, and then he called case, me stupid. And then he called me stupid. In my case, like, usually when you see this kind of thing. At least the ones I see in doing my sessions. You usually ask the girl what are our kinks and hard limits and find out there. You don't just nothing happened the whole time and just wait her to say when she's freaking new. How does she fucking know what the hell? Like how the fuck was I supposed to know? (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just showed up. Lord have mercy. That's not the way you want to go on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dodge that bullet. I'm like, okay, I see. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> this sounds like, yeah, that, yeah. I, I would say you dodged that other bullet, honestly. <laughs> I would say definitely, honestly. That situation is why I've seen some stories of those that come to be for rope. Why some of them kind of abandon BDSM in the first place, because some stuff like that sometimes. I had completely yeah. forgotten about that too. Like, I had completely forgotten. So you said when, the, when I first got to FET, like, those were the first things that happened to me on FET. I'm like, oh shit, that's what this website is? Jeez. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. You'd be surprised when people find out when they think about things and certain memories come back that are been deeply repressed. And that, deeply you know, repressed. I'm just saying, you all of a sudden you're doing fine, do a little talk, and the thing you know, boom, boom, boom. Holy shit, I remember this. Here comes the memories. And you fell and got away. Knock, knock, I bitch, get... open up, we're home. Pretty much. <laughs> always a good one to go for. I've always keep telling people whenever you do this kind of thing, make sure you know exactly what you're trying to set. And for the doll, make sure you know exactly what you're trying to go for. If she don't know, then you got to make you know. You gotta make the choice there to ask questions, communicate, to find out where she's at. Otherwise, then you just gonna tell have somebody who don't know what the hell they're talking about, tell you what they want, but they don't even know what the hell's going on. 
yeah like how why are you gonna wait for me to make the decision when obviously I'm the novice here mm. now she got some know what she's talking about and she know what she wants she'll let you know but she's a newbie new you need to talk to her find what's going on cause what the hell is she gonna be doing in that situation I've seen enough horror stories in my, uh, for a while to see how that's gonna go it's usually not too pretty <laughs> no it's not too pretty Okay. Well, I think I got a good idea from where your head is at here. I can't mm-hmm. wait till I start reading more of your stories on here and uh, my podcast again. You want to let the people know where they can find you and uh, we finally put it to a close. Um, my Instagram, Danny Car Kitty, as it says here. There's a link tree in my profile that has a link to my what pad to my fat life page because yes i'm still on there um to my twitter to my patreon which i'm trying to get up and running let me know what you want to read um but yeah everything the headquarters is instagram that's where i'm at every day you can talk to me i don't bite that hard you know take a risk <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hard take a risk here. Ta-da. Okay, all right. I think this will go out pretty well, and I can't wait to read some more stories because I just uh, got some ideas for my own thing as well. Okay. Hmm. I guess I will cut it to a close, and I'll uh, see all y'all next time. And see you next time, Danny. All right. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, y'all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content and whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time. <laughs>